going on, everyone? Welcome to the Josh Robinson Show. I am, of course, Josh, and uh, I'm not going to waste anyone's time today. We're going to get right into things. It is the Pocket Size Podcast when I'm on my own, and so for the next 20 minutes or so, let's distract ourselves from the world around us. Yes, we're still, in fact, saying that. I know it seems like we've been saying that forever, but we are, in fact, saying that, so let's distract ourselves from the world because... I have been very curious to do this and I haven't done this on in my own time or anything like that um, since like finding out, not finding out, but just becoming aware of what this actually is. So I've discovered, and it's going to sound really stupid because I probably should have known this a long time ago, that you can do tests online to basically find out what personality type you are. We have different personality types, whether it's type A or type whatever. And you can find out who you are as a person. And I want to find out how shitty of a person I really fucking am. (laughs) I just want to find out. I'm curious to find out what personality type I am. So I found this quiz and it takes around 12 minutes to do. So perfect time for this podcast. It's a free personality test and you can find out your personality type. So I'm going to answer openly and honestly these questions. And um, I'll leave the link to the personality test in the description. So if you want to do this along with me, um, or if you just want to do it in your own time, then this is the place to go and do it. It's free. Um, takes about 12 minutes. Be yourself. Complete it all. So that's all the rules are. And we're just going to go through and we're going to find out what kind of personality type Josh is. That's what we're going to do today. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into things. So... First question is, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. So you have seven different options. You've got right in the middle, and then you've got three to the left, three to the right. Three to the right being agree, three to the left being disagree. So vibrant social events with lots of people. I would put myself in like, I just kind of, I just agree. I don't strongly agree. I'm not in the middle. I just kind of, I'm just like, yeah, it's more so than I don't. So yes, you often spend spend time exploring unrealistic yes yet intriguing ideas. Oh, strongly agree. I mean, I have a podcast network, so you could imagine. Uh, your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than detailed itinerary. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm not a overly organized person, but I'll go not strongly agree. I'll go in like the middle of that. All right. You often think about you often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it's taken place. Ooh, big agree. The amount of times I sit down and I'm just like, man, I should have said that instead of acting in the heat of the moment um, or just thinking about what I'm saying. Um, if your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally, not try and solve the problem. Big 1000% agree. Big agree. I am not there to solve people's problems. I'm there to hug them, give them a kiss on the cheek and be like, you're good to go. That's me in a nutshell. Overly supportive, not a great problem solver. <laughs> uh, people can rarely upset you. Um, I wouldn't strongly disagree. I'll just, I'll just disagree because people can upset me. Um, not so as much as they used to, but people still do. Oh man, this is going to be a very like get to know Josh session in this quiz what I'm realizing. Uh, you often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. Absolutely not. I can talk underwater. Absolutely not. Um, if, if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold, you make sure it is your top priority to get them back on track as soon as possible. Yeah, I would somewhat agree with that. 
Uh, you rarely worry if you make a good impression on someone you meet. Oh, strongly disagree. I'm always just like, am I making a good impression on this person? Because I don't want them to think one way when I'm another. You know what I mean? Strongly disagree with that. Um, it would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. Well, in this time, <laughs> while we're in self-quarantine, we're having to learn how to do that. Um, but even before, so I wouldn't strongly agree, but I'd somewhat agree. I don't necessarily have to be with other people to not feel bored. I have stuff that can keep me entertained. Uh, you're more of a detail-oriented person than a big-picture person. Um, somewhat agree. I, I, yes and no. I'm, like, right in the middle, but I don't want to answer neutrally. Um, I would more so lean towards disagree than agree. I, I think of the big picture. Um, you know, this will do kind of way. Uh, you are very affectionate with people you care about. Oh, strongly agree. I'm very affectionate with friends. Um, anyone I care about, I'm very like, I have to make sure they know that I like them. I'm like, yep, love you. I'm very huggy. I'm that kind of person. So, uh, you have a careful and methodic approach to your life. Mm, not necessarily, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. Oh, fuck yeah. Strongly agree. I will be in bed. I will be just on my own and I'll be like, ah, oh, man, I did that two years ago and it still bothers me. Oh, I, I dwell on that shit. Dwell on it. Uh, at, parties and, at parties and similar events, you can be mostly found farther away from the action. Mm, no, not necessarily. I'm kind of in it. Uh, you often find just you often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. Oh no, strongly disagree. Emotions guide you, please. I'm all here for it. I'm I'm that kind of person. I'm not a brains person. I act on feeling, not thought. So it's good and bad. <laughs> when looking for a movie to watch, you can spend ages browsing through the catalogue. I think we all do. Strongly agree. You stay calm under a lot of pressure. Ooh, big disagree. Ooh, no. I, for the most part, unless it's like something that I'm very passionate about, I do not thrive under pressure at all. I crack. Crack like a diamond on that one. Uh, when you're in a group of people you don't know, you have no problem problem jumping right into the conversation. Somewhat, yeah. I'm, I'm not like a bargy person that if I don't know you, I'm not going to be 100% myself, but... I don't really have too much of an issue talking to people I don't know. I really don't. Uh, when you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and... F oh, yeah. Big, big agree. My dreams are always fucking bonkers. And they make no sense and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Okay. In your opinion, it is sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead in life. Hmm. I don't necessarily... I don't strongly disagree. Everything depends on a situation. I'm not saying I'm out here being like tearing each, everyone down to get ahead. But sometimes opportunities in your life means naturally that's how it happens without even you intending. So even in the back of your brain or even in the front of your brain, I should say, you're not you know, going out of your way to be like, I'm going to step on you to get ahead. However, sometimes doing that, it's like a domino effect and that's what happens. 
So I'm not going to say I agree because I don't think it's okay to step on others to get ahead, but I'm not going to strongly disagree. I'm going to be like, just disagree. Um, oh, I should say strongly, not strongly agree, just kind of agree. I'm like in the middle because I don't necessarily, yeah, like I said, I don't. Ne- it's not right to step on others to get ahead. However, sometimes in life, which I'm learning about, is that it's the domino effect and there's pros and cons to everything. And sometimes you stepping ahead means that other people are going to get stepped on because some people are stuck and the only way to get over them is to sometimes just step right on them. And I don't mean that. I hope that doesn't come across bad, but I think people will understand what I mean. Uh, you are dedica- dedicated and focused on your goals, only rarely getting sidetracked. Oh, no. I'm always getting sidetracked. I got sidetracked like four times before even recording this podcast. So, take that for what you will. Uh, if you make a mistake, you tend you start doubting yourself, your abilities, or your knowledge. Big, huge agree. I'm constantly, constantly, like, in my own brain, going like... Am I doing this right? Am I smart? Am I okay? Am I this? I'm always questioning, especially when I make a mistake. I'm always questioning, like, I'm always doubting. I'm like, ooh, I'm not quite good enough for this and whatever that entails. Uh, Next one. When at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. Pretty much not a strong agree, but while I will talk to other people, but if there's people there that I know, I'm more likely to stick with them. Just kind of go with the flow of the group. (laughs) Uh, You usually lose interest in a discussion when things get... Wait, I lost that. Uh, Hold up. Oh, I was reading the wrong one. My bad. Uh, Okay, you would never let yourself cry in front of others. Uh, Depends on the people. If I'm more comfortable around the people, then I don't mind because I let my emotions guide. Um, so if people see me cry, I'm really not that fussed. But if it's people I don't know, I don't want them seeing that. So I'll just go kind of uh, somewhat disagree because sometimes I would let myself cry in front of others depending on the person. So uh, you feel more drawn to places with busy a bit. You feel more drawn to places with a busy atmosphere than more quiet and intimate ones. Yeah, pretty much agree. I'm not uh, dependent on the situation, but if it's kind of busier, I'm like, ooh, what's going on around here? Um, So, yeah, I would say that. You like discussing different views and theories on what the world could be like in the future. Big, huge agree. I'm always fascinated by that. When it comes to making life choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. Big, fat agree. (laughs) You cannot imagine dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch, or experience. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch, or experience. Some would agree with that, honestly. Because if I don't can't physically experience it, then what's the fucking point? I'd say nearly strongly agree. <laughs> okay, you'd much prefer to get your revenge rather than forgive. Okay, now if you asked me three years ago, even two years ago, that question... I would strongly agree. I'd be like, I want to get my revenge on this person because they fucking deserve it. Now I'm just kind of like, all is good. I'm just going to forgive you. But I won't completely disagree because there's still a little part of me that's like, 
you should get your comeuppance and you should get your, I should be able to get something on you, but yeah. Uh, you often make decisions on a whim. Mm, big agree. I'm very much like that. Fly by the seam of my pants. <laughs> this time, The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. Somewhat agree. Sometimes those are the best times when you're when you're on your own and it becomes more interesting. It's weird. Uh, you often put special effort into... Hold up, I'm lost again. Sorry, guys. I'm everywhere. Oh, you often, spe- you often put special effort into interpreting the real meaning or the message of a song or a movie. Um, I guess so. If it means it's like... I'm always searching for the meaning of it, how it relates to me. So, yeah, I, I would say I pretty much agree with that completely. Uh, you know, always know exactly what you want. Mm, no, I never know what I want. You rarely think back on the choices you've made and wonder what you could have done differently. Oh, no, big, big, huge disagree. Big, fat fucking disagree on that one. <laughs> when in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. Uh, not necessarily, no. You tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. Nah, I disagree. I'm always thinking about what's tomorrow instead of today, which kind of sucks. Uh, you often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. No, I big disagree with that. I'm pretty good with people's feelings. When starting to work on a project, you prefer to make as many decisions up front as possible. Um, no, yes, kind of in the middle, in the middle. When you know some, you, when you know someone thinks highly of you, you also wonder how long it will be until they become disappointed in you. The biggest agree I could ever agree with. I'm constantly like, why are you thinking so highly of me? I'm trash. That's how I always think. Um, damn, this is getting deep, but you're learning who I am as a person. But I'm always in that back of my head, no matter if it's friendships, uh, relationships, whatever it may be. Um, every relationship I've ever been in, I'm always like, when are you going to lose interest? Because I'm boring and I don't, I don't see myself as, I don't see myself as having a lot to offer. I just don't see myself as a person that has a lot to offer. Um, so I'm always constantly like, why are you, even with content creating, if you look at the, if you look at all my stuff, um, I'm always amazed and I'm always, that's why I'm always so supportive of other people. Cause when they give praise to me, I'm like, what the? Why? I'm just a dumb 24-year-old kid from a small town in Australia. What the fuck do you like me for? That's how I feel. Um, it's different with content creating and even just person-to-person relationships that I have. I'm like, what? I don't... I'm boring. I don't really add much to uh, much value. That's how I see it anyway. Um, and I'm not trying to be dark and depressing. That's just how I view myself as a person. So big, huge, fat agree with that. Uh, you feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Somewhat. You often drift away into daydreaming about various ideas or scenarios. Big fat agree. I'm always like, can I just have content creating as my job? And I'm always just like, especially at work, I'm always like that. Uh, you look after, you look after yourself first. Others come in second. No. Big disagree. I put myself last all the time. Even when you have, even when you have a plan, 
even when you have planned a particular daily routine, you usually just end up what... Uh, you just end up what... That's not right. You usually just end up doing what you feel like at any given moment. I think that's what it's meant to say because it doesn't say that on here. Um, if I have something planned and then I'm like, I'm just going to do this, big agree. Because I'm always like, I've got a plan in my brain of like what I'm going to do for the day. And then I just end up doing what I want. Uh, your mood can change very quickly. Oh yeah, I'm a moody little cow when I want to be. A big agree with that one. Uh, you often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Mm, somewhat. Uh, not really, actually. Uh, you often talk about your own feelings and emotions. Yeah, big agree. <laughs> I'm always talking about what I'm, what's got going on in my heart, let alone as opposed to what's going on in my head. Uh, you have got detailed educational career development plans stretching several years into the future. Oh, absolutely not. Big disagree. You rarely dwell on your regrets. Big disagree. Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around you quickly makes you feel drained and in need of a getaway. Not necessarily, no. You see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. Big disagree. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. Mm, not really, no. I have to. I have to be in the mindset of like, oh, but I can picture it. I can kind of get myself there. To, no, I would agree with that, actually. Uh, your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts. Big agree. <laughs> your emo emotions control you more than you control them. Big fat agree. Big agree. Again, I f think and act with my heart instead of my head. Uh, after a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. Not necessarily. If I'm exhausted, I just want to kind of just chill. I'm not necessarily looking to go to a party to unwind. <laughs> you find yourself constant. You frequently find yourself wondering how technological, technical, technological advancement could change everyday life. Mm, some in the middle. I'm just in the middle. You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something. Yes. Big agree. You still honor the commitments you have made, even if you have a change of heart. For the most part, yes. You rarely feel insecure. Insecure. Oh, big dis... Uh, not as bad as I would. Usually I would say strong disagree, but I'm just... I've lent back. I don't feel as insecure as I used to. I'm pretty comfortable as a person. I know who I am. So I actually, I'd go agree. All right, let's see my results. All right. Personality type. Campaigner. My personality type is ENFPT. Um, I'm 50%, okay, the traits, this says mind, so there's different kind of breakdowns of each part, but I'm a campaigner. So mind, the, this trait determines how we interact with our environment. We've got extroverted or introverted. I'm 53% extroverted and 47% introverted, so I'm pretty in the middle about that. Energy, this trait shows where we direct our mental energy. We've got intuitive or observant. I'm 69% intuitive and 31% observant. So take that for what you will. Oh my, <laughs> nature. This, this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with our emotions. We've got thinking and feeling. I'm 12% thinking and 88% feeling. 
I don't know if that's good or bad. Tactics. This trait refle- reflects how our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. We've got judging and we've got prospecting. And 26% judging and 74% prospecting. Hmm. All right. Identity. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decision. We've got assertive and turbulent. I am 8% assertive and 92% turbulent. Start reading. So this is um, this is basically what, uh, just a little bit more of an intro, uh, like a thing on, on what this is. So this is basically in a summary of what the campaigner personality type is for me. So it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for, and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know. I want to know if you risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, for the adventure of being alive. So again, it all is just kind of saying that I act on emotion. I'm much more interested about where you want to go in life and what you kind of want to do, which isn't surprising to me at all. Um, The campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They are often the life of the party, but unlike other types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others. So charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate. The 7% of the population that can comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd. So basically I am more so interested in, I, I like being at the party, but I want to know who's at the party. I'm not just at the party to party. I'm at the party to get to know the people at the party. <laughs> uh, independent, energetic, compassionate, charming. I wouldn't call myself charming at all. Um, but, hey. Uh, you can change the world with just an idea. More than just sociable people pleasers, though, campaigners, like all their diplomat cousins, are shaped by their intuitive quality allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is connected. But unlike analyst personality types who, sen- who tend to see the puzzle as a series of systematic mechanication... Me- me- machine? I don't know how to read that word. Get fucked. Uh, campaigners see it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and are always looking for a deeper meaning. Campaigners are fiercely independent and much more stable much more stability and security they crave much more than stability and security they crave creativity and freedom which is me in a nutshell i'm all about creativity um I, i'm i'm yeah I, I i'm driven in that idealist creative mind that's just how i that's just how i am so the campaigner person i'm kind of paraphrasing little bits here because it's a lot but the campaigner personality type needs to be careful however if they rely too much on their intu- intuition assume or anticipate too much about a friend's motivations they can be they can misread the signals and frustrate plans more than a straightforward approach would have been made simple this kind of social stress is a bugbear that keeps harmony focused diplomats awake at night campaigners are very emotional and sensitive when they step onto someone else's toes they both feel it which is me um if i step on someone's toes i'm freaking out because I'm like, what the fuck? I've done something to some person. Why is that person not a fan of me? Basically. Um, so campaigners will spend a lot of time exploring social relationships, feelings, and ideas before they find out something that really rings true. 
But when they finally find their place in the world, their imagination, empathy, and courage are likely to produce incredible results. Huh. Well, yeah. Um, strength and weak tr- strengths and weaknesses. So my strengths are I'm curious, I'm observant, I'm energetic and, and enthusiastic, excellent communicators, I know how to relax, very popular and friendly, weaknesses, poor practical st- skills, find it difficult to focus, overthink things, get stressed easily, highly emotional, independent to a fault. 1000% I agree with all of my weaknesses. <laughs> um, I wouldn't cons- I'm fairly friendly. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty easy to get along with for the most part. Uh, I'm a pretty good communicator. Yeah, I'm pretty enthusiastic, pretty energetic. I know how to relax. I can be a lazy piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I'm a big overthinker. Get stressed. I get stressed very easily. I'm very highly emotional. Um, I find it very difficult to focus. Um, I'm, I'm pretty independent to a fault as well. Um, I don't really like being micromanaged. Um, I'm pretty restrained when there's like rules. But the problem is, is that the world doesn't really act like that. The world has rules. The world has micromanagement kind of everywhere. So it's a pretty bitter pill for me to swallow. Uh, let's go to romantic relationships. Ooh, ooh, let's get steamy with Josh. Here we go. When it comes to relationships, there's hardly anyone around who is more excited than campaigners to share with their partners the, bo- the bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. People with the campaigner personality type, rela- relationships are a joyous process of mutual exp- I'm reading as I'm kind of going. Of mutual imagination, a chance to connect with another soul. Campaigners take their relationships seriously and are known for their uninhibited and unshakable devotion to the people whom they've committed their hearts to. Campaigners have the advantage of irresistible charm when it comes to attracting a partner. Campaigners' warmth, excitement, and passion are simply alluring. Guess that, you know, just really, really drives a wedge in on why I'm desperately single. Uh, in this, in the dating phase, if campaigners can be said to can be said to tolerate such a formal process to begin with, they'll show these qualities by showering their new flames with affection and will do anything they can to build a strong relationship by demonstrating their devotion and reliability by whatever means available. That is me to a core. Um, I'm not a big fan of dating for kind of what it said. I don't really like that process of like having to go to dinner with someone or having to do that. Like that to me is, is so weird and so not me. And I feel like when you're on a date, you're trying to present the best version of yourself and it's almost fake. I find it anyway, but I am very much like that. I shower people with affection if I'm in kind of a dating quote unquote process very much like you look great. You're this, you're that. I'm going to buy you something. That's how I am. Um, to a fault, I would just, I would just say, but, um, oh, so it says long distance relationships are quite common among people with this personality type as they view physical distance as just another idea. No match for the concepts of love. <laughs> um, let's see. Ooh, let's get steamy. Let's get steamy with this campaigner personality type. Um, I like to, so people with the campa- 
campaigner personality type expressed these ideas sexually as well, exploring the physical with imagination and passion, viewing these times together as a chance to let their feelings for each other shine, sharing their love and affection. Campaigners will willingly experiment with their partners, even early in a relationship, but they can be also oddly perfectionist, believing their physical acts are a representation of their deeper love and as such should not be performed carelessly. The perfectionism is also a reflection of their sensitivity, their desire to not disappoint, and campaigners appreciate a a well-placed compliment. Well, I'm not going to comment on my sexual drive too much, but take that for what you will. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, Let's see. What else have we got in here? It's kind of cool just to kind of learn stuff about yourself. Um, let's see. Friendships. How do I act with friends? Let's see what this says about me. As friends, campaigners are cheerful and supportive. Me in a nutshell. Always sharing and developing ideas. Again, me in a nutshell. Staying open-minded. Me in a nutshell. Taking in other f- others' thoughts and feelings. Me in a nutshell. This wants some surrounding mix. People... With the campaign of personality type, masters of drawing people out of their shells, and as a result, they tend to have a huge circle of friends. Can't relate to that, though. I have a small circle of friends, but but I'm friendly with lots of people. As others with relationships, campaigners view their friendship as an opportunity to experience another angle of the universe and tend to, uh, tend to have potential friendships with that weighty and idealistic quality. Um, they're very exciting people. They like to get people out of their shelves, basically what it said before. I like to make life spectacular. Mm. All right, parenthood. I don't want kids, but let's see what this says about me. If there's anything that makes camp and his great parents, it's their sense of wonder they have for all things new and beautiful. A sense that will be able to share with their children every day as they learn and grow. Throughout their children's life, campaigners provide a combination of almost... overwhelming love and support and an unstructured environment revolving around freedom and creativity. So again, this is just kind of telling me that I am a creative person, which anyone that knows me uh, kind of already already knows. Let's get off parenthood because I don't care about that. Career paths. Oh boy. Oh, man. If there's a challenge campaigners face when selecting a career, it isn't the lack of talent or options or drive. It's there's so many things that are just so cool. Well, big relate because there's many things that I know that I could do, but there's so many things to pick from that I almost am overwhelmed and it's too much, so I just give up. (laughs) Uh, That's not really so... Campaigners make better bosses than they do workers because they don't like listening to uh, rules, basically. And I hate that. I hate being confined. Even at the job I'm currently at, I'm like, I can know that I could do this better in a different way if they just let me. But they don't. Uh, Workplace habits. Oh, God. These are the two basic things that campaigners seek most in the workplace. The chance to explore new ideas and the chance to conduct the expert. Just conduct that exploration alongside other people who share that excitement. These qualities show through all levels of hierarchy, though, much like other diplomat diplomat personality types, campaigners would prefer that there hardly be a hierarchy at all. Yes, I hate the fact there's a ladder and that I need to climb it. I wish everyone was just at the top. 
That's how I feel. Um, I'm growth oriented and blah, blah, blah. Campaigners are people, people. And as far as the workplace is concerned, the quality shows through best among other colleagues. More than just co- co-workers, campaigners view their colleagues as friends, people who they take genuine interest in, providing support and cheer when they're down and stressed. I am very much like that. Um, and finally, conclusion. Few personality types are as creative and charismatic as campaigners. Known for their idealism, enthusiasm, Campaigners are good at dealing with unexpected challenges and brightening the lives of those around them. Campaigners' imagination is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Well then, I guess thanks for being on this journey with me as I discover who I am as a person, which I already kind of knew. I'm a creative person. I'm an emotional person. And that's what I play into. They're my strengths. And I'm an, over- I'm an overthinker. I'm a stress head. Um, sometimes those things, when I do them, I mean, anyone can say what they will. I'm a big believer in stuff like this and I don't necessarily take them with a grain of salt. I'm kind of like, yes. And when it's something like that, which makes you feel that way, it's kind of hard not to. So yeah, I guess that'll do it for this week. If you, again, if you want to take this, uh, if you want to take this quiz, then I'm going to leave the, uh the link in the description if you want to do it along with me or whatever it may be. I'll leave that up to you. But that'll do us for this week here on the Josh Robinson Show. I hope you're enjoying the network this week. Dits versus Josh, Brothers by Law Tomorrow, Wrestling Reverb, Old School Sundays, all of that stuff. We're in the swing of things now. Continue to rate this podcast five stars on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Robinson Double Zero. If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Head over to my Twitch. I'm updating all that, getting back into some streaming, which I haven't done in a hot minute. So uh, getting back into that while we have some extra time on our hands. Hope you all are staying safe, staying at home, doing what you can to flatten the curve during this uh, COVID-19 stuff. It is becoming more of the norm, which is weird to say, but this is going to be life for the foreseeable future. So stay safe, everybody. Until next time, I'll see you next Wednesday on The Josh Robinson Show.